This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Hope in a box. But what country is the vaccine going to? Not the USA. And Pandemic Warehouse. Everything you can think of to help distribute the vaccine. Then, the White House Christmas Party. Did he just say he's running in 2024? And Instagram star murder mystery. We're completely devastated. Who murdered the beautiful social media influencer? There will always be a hole in our hearts. Plus, pinned under a boulder for 12 hours. The dramatic rescue. With my flashlight, I started uh, going uh, SOS, SOS. Plus, epic Christmas tree makeover. From pathetic to majestic, how they did it. Everybody's calling it the, the greatest glow up of 2020. And Rapunzel wedding. They got married from separate floors. The bride has COVID, but that didn't stop the socially distant wedding. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, and thanks for joining us. I'm Mary Kelly, and today for Deborah. As the death toll from COVID-19 tops 270,000 here in America and hospitalizations hit an all-time high, help can come soon enough. That's why news that Pfizer's vaccine was just approved in England for emergency use has many Americans asking, why not us? Here's Les Trent. Hope in a box. The first batches of COVID-19 vaccine are being shipped out, but to the UK, not the USA. Look, they're labeled extremely urgent. This is really great news. This is of global significance. This is truly monumental news. There's anger on social media that U.S. approval for the vaccine may still be two weeks away. Fox News' Geraldo Rivera posted, unless the FDA is working 24-7, they should all be fired. We spoke with Dr. Ajish Jha, Dean of Brown University School of Public Health. I don't see this as a delay. I see this as the FDA doing its job. Because imagine the scenario where they didn't do a proper review and there were some important issues that were missed. I think it would have much bigger long-term consequences. I'm at a giant distribution center in Bethpage, New York, where personal protective equipment in the fight against the pandemic is stored. It is 85,000 square feet and open 24 hours a day, serving Northwell Health Hospitals. Among the vital supplies stockpiled here, syringes ready for use when the vaccines are finally approved in the U.S. Distributing the vaccine is a logistical nightmare. The Pfizer vaccine has to be stored at an Arctic temperature, minus 94 degrees in special refrigerators like this, and packed in dry ice for shipment. Millions of tons of dry ice are going to be needed. 
And despite the pandemic, the Oscars are planning an in-person ceremony next year, but the 2021 award show has been pushed back two months to April 25th. A Christmas party at the White House is raising eyebrows today for the lack of masks and social distancing among the guests, and also for what President Trump said to the crowd from the grand staircase. If he loses his battle to overturn the election, the president said, quote, see you in four years. We love you, President Trump made a grand entrance at the White House Christmas party. Leaked images from the private event showed a large crowd of Trump loyalists enjoying the festive decorations. But this is the yellow room and this is the state tree where they have ornaments from all the states. Guests stood shoulder to shoulder to hear the president speak, many not wearing masks. In one video, you can hear someone coughing. <laughs> Trump pretty much confirmed he plans to run again in 2024. White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany was asked about the Christmas party today. Is it setting a good example for the public for the White House to in-person holiday parties at a time when... Uh, the CDC and other organizations are asking Americans to forego those kinds of celebrations for their own safety. Yeah, so, you know, if you can um, loot businesses, burn down buildings, engage in protest, um, you can also go to a Christmas party. Um, you can celebrate the holiday of Christmas, um, and you can do it responsibly, um, which is why uh, the East Wing has noted that they'll have smaller guest lists, masks are going to be available, social distancing is going to be encouraged. There are reports today that, on his way out the door, the president is considering granting preemptive pardons to himself and his three oldest children. Don Jr., Eric. And Ivanka, and Ivanka's husband, Jared Kushner. The idea is being pushed by Fox's Sean Hannity. The president out the door needs to pardon his whole family and himself because they want this witch hunt to go on in perpetuity. Pardons. Question is, for what? Talk about a guilty conscience. There's not even an investigation yet. You want a pardon? And you're telling me everything you do is legit, but you want a pardon? Meantime, the president's former campaign manager, Brad Parscal, is speaking out about his fall from grace. Parscal was tackled by police outside his Florida home in September after his wife called 911. He says his breakdown was brought on by stress and grief. We had lost two children during the election. We buried. And I got to a bad place. My wife was worried about me. And I love her for it, and we've never been happier. Parscale got emotional as he revealed he hasn't spoken to the president in months. It's pretty hurtful, but it's probably just as much my fault as his. Um, I love that family, and I gave every inch of my life to him. Every inch. Her friends call her a social media queen, a popular influencer who shared beauty and fashion tips, has now been found dead, tossed aside near a highway. So who killed Alexis? Amra Cogliano spoke with her distraught mother, who's desperately searching for answers. How did this beautiful social media influencer end up dead at just 26 years old? Alexis Sharkey posted hundreds of photos and videos for her Instagram followers. I cleansed my skin last night. She tried so. out skincare products and demoed hair tutorials, all while giving followers a peek inside her glamorous life. She was so fun and she brought such joy. But her mom, Stacy Robinald, says a phone call on Saturday from Alexis's husband of nearly a year changed everything. What did he say to you? He said that she is she's missing, that no one knows where she's at. And 
Um, at that point, friends began to call as well. I mean, everybody was frantic. The next day, her worst fears came true. A naked body discovered by a garbage truck driver near a Houston interstate was identified as Alexis. We're completely devastated and broken. Police have not released a cause of death or any suspects yet, but Alexis's friends, all fellow social media influencers, say she feared for her safety. I looked at her and I was like, she's petrified. This girl is scared for her life. Another friend told the Daily Beast that Alexis confided in her that she and her husband were having marital problems and that he had been putting hands on her. There were also reports she wanted a divorce. But her husband denies there was trouble in their marriage. When social media erupted with commentary about her husband, he lashed out on Instagram, saying he's helping with the investigation. If my wife would have seen this, she would be disappointed in your actions. You all should be ashamed of yourselves. Next time, stop and think and realize you don't know it all. Reporter Steve Campion with KTRK-TV in Houston has been speaking with Tom Sharkey by phone. I asked him about the last time that he had seen Alexis. And he said, I saw her, she was leaving, I told her not to drive under the influence, I told her not to drive intoxicated, she got, she went anyways, and that's where we're at, is what he said. And I said, but what do you mean by that? Where was she going? When you asked for specifics or you tried to ask for details, uh, he wouldn't provide those. Alexis's mom says her social media career was only temporary and she was planning on going to medical school. Now an incredible story of survival after a hiker ended up pinned under a giant boulder. Turns out he headed out into the rough terrain to find his $1,500 drone that had crashed, but maybe he should have just let that drone go. The man waving his arm in the dramatic infrared video found himself pinned under a giant boulder for nine hours. I'm very fortunate. Uh, there's multiple ways that I could have died on this hike. 48-year-old Jason Cook was hiking outside Calistoga, California, when the boulder fell on him. When I get smashed to the ground, I, hear, I feel this sharp pain. He found himself immobilized. I landed face down, but sort of twisted sideways with my left arm behind my back and my right arm out here and my head was trapped. Like he somehow managed to reach I his was, flashlight. I, was, I started uh, going SOS, uh, SOS. He thought he was going to die. I took a moment and said, you know, God, uh, please be with me um, and, you know, help me, you know, give me wisdom so I know how to get out of this. He says he also thought of the James Franco movie, 127 Hours. I was thinking about the guy that had been trapped, you know, and had to cut his hand off to get himself free. Nine hours later, Jason dug out dirt underneath him and then gave it his all. He was free. Finally able to reach his cell phone, he called for help. I was very, very happy when I when I got a hold of the 911 operator. Rescuers using night vision goggles located him from the air. It was the dead of night, 2.30 a.m. A team hiked an hour on the ground to reach him and administered immediate medical aid. My ribs have got 11 breaks. I have a, a nine millimeter tear in my aorta. Then at first light, a chopper was able to fly in and pluck him from the mountain. I'm very fortunate. Despite what he's been through, Jason still wants to go back to look for his lost drone. It was the sad Christmas tree that people said perfectly summed up this horrible year. Now that tree has gotten a serious makeover and well, look at it now.
This 65-foot Norway spruce was an eyesore in the city of Cincinnati when it was first unveiled three weeks ago. The woebegone tree was dubbed a metaphor for 2020 and compared to Charlie Brown's sad Christmas tree. Well, there's one in real life that perfectly fits this terrible, terrible year. But look how beautiful it looks today. What a makeover. A team of tree experts worked overtime to give the tree a full transformation. We had cranes and lifts up working on the tree all the way up until November 27th. So it took 20 days in total to get the tree looking like it does today. The Cincinnati tree isn't the only Christmas tree that got some much needed TLC. This year's Rockefeller Christmas tree has undergone quite the transformation since it appeared worse for wear after being transported 200 miles from Oneonta, New York. Today, the 75 foot spruce looks amazing. Crews worked around the clock to spruce up the Norway spruce and that included drilling holes into the trunk of the tree and attaching extra branches, kind of like fake hair extensions. It's actually something they do every year to make sure the tree looks robust. A typical holiday season, the Rockefeller Christmas tree draws 750,000 visitors a day. But this year, there's controversy over the strict rules put in place due to the pandemic. You must reserve a ticket in advance. Face masks are required. Only four people are allowed at a time, and viewing time is limited to five minutes. And remember the tiny owl found hiding among the branches of the Rockefeller Christmas tree? Well, after being taken to a local wildlife center, the female female bird nicknamed Rocky was released back into the wild. Just precious. The wildlife center that was taking care of Rocky called her a tough little bird who's back in her natural habitat. Like many couples getting married, the pandemic has thrown a major monkey wrench into their plans. So these newlyweds got creative. And as Jim Murray reports, now their big day is being compared to a famous fairy tale. Forget about walking down the aisle. This bride is saying I do from a second story window. I do. Days before her big day, bride to be Lauren tested positive for COVID-19. She was crying uh, a lot on the phone and I told her it's okay, we're gonna get through it. So the couple came up with a quarantine wedding. Lauren would sit perched up in her second story bedroom window in Ontario, California. I was in my bedroom still because I was still in quarantine. Outside her window down below stood her groom, Patrick Delgado. The only thing connecting them, a 30 foot white ribbon with yellow flowers. It may not be the fairy tale wedding they dreamed of, but it is reminding people of a classic fairy tale, Rapunzel. Rapunzel, let down your hair. Did it feel fairy tale like? Did it feel romantic? Um, it, it did. I mean, of course, I was sad because I couldn't be next to him and have our dream wedding. But the fact that we were able to come up with a new plan that was super romantic to me. The wedding was once going to have 175 guests, but it was pared down to just 10 immediate family members, including their proud parents. You know that ribbon. I could imagine the love just going segueing back and forth, and it didn't matter that they couldn't hold hands. When they were pronounced husband and wife, air kisses. Now, after being quarantined for 10 days, the couple finally gets their first real kiss as husband and wife. If you've made it through this, the rest of the marriage will be easy. <laughs> we hope so. Yeah. I know, yes, I, th I think so. With the way 2020 is going, I think um, <laughs> we're, we're good. Yeah. <laughs>
A big congratulations to them. The couple says on their one-year anniversary, assuming there's a vaccine, they hope to have a larger ceremony for friends and family. Next, the missing monolith. The four men who took it reveal themselves. Then, this is the real me. The famous TV personality's secret battle with acne. When I see that pattern of acne, I know exactly what to do. And everlasting love. The golden anniversary reunion of Hollywood's most romantic movie couple. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. We've told you how that metal monolith that appeared out in the desert had disappeared. Now, video has surfaced of it being carried away, so at least part of the mystery is solved. We now know who took the missing monolith. Four shadowy figures can be seen about to carry away the 12-foot-long monolith in the remote desert in Utah. They posted this video online showing the column after they dismantled it, exposing the interior with the boast, we removed the Utah monolith. They were on a mission. They came out there to do exactly what they did. Photographer Ross Bernard says he happened to be at the site when he witnessed the removal. Just hit the ground with one of the loudest thuds I've ever heard. One of the guys had said, well, this is why you don't leave trash in the desert as they started taking it apart. Rivets left over from the takedown. So who did it? This adventure tour guide, Sylvan Christensen, is now claiming responsibility. He says he and his buddies took down the column out of concern about the crowds flocking to the site and the potential damage those people were causing to the environment. People arrived by car, by bus, by van, helicopter, planes, trains, motorcycles, and e-bikes. And there isn't even a parking lot, he told Inside Edition in an email. Ross Bernards took the last known photo of the monolith before it was toppled. It looks like it must have been tough for them to do that. It wasn't. Like, it was shockingly easy. But the biggest mystery is still unknown. Who put it up in the first place? The safe word is run. And when we come back, the famous TV personality revealing a secret by posing makeup free. Actress Kiki Palmer says she's tired of hiding a skin condition that she's been struggling with behind the scenes. Actress and TV host Kiki Palmer, known for her glamorous style, is sharing some shocking selfies. It turns out she suffers from a severe case of acne. My skin has made me sad many nights, but I do not give up on myself. I know this is not me, and my body has been looking for help. The acne is so bad that people in my field offered to pay for me to get it fixed. What's up? Kiki hosted the MTV Music Video Awards during the pandemic. You would never know she was suffering from the medical condition. The actress says her acne is the result of a hormone disorder known as polycystic ovary syndrome. It's really a powerful reflection of your overall health and well-being. And I can tell so much about someone's hormonal, emotional, physical health by looking at their skin. Kiki says she's sharing the images in hopes of helping other women who suffer from this kind of acne. It's estimated as many as 5 million women of childbearing age have the condition. And recognize this couple? Five decades ago, they starred in one of the greatest love stories ever told. They are iconic screen lovers, Ali McGraw and Ryan O'Neill, from the 1970 romance classic, Love Story. Love means never having to say you're sorry. 
Now, 50 years later, for the film's golden anniversary, they are posing for Town & Country magazine, and they say they still have that magic. Allie is 81, still great looking with striking silver hair. Ryan is 79. The chemistry has managed to sustain itself for 50 years, he says. A love story for the ages. When we come back, a big surprise for Grandma. Finally, a short distance call. This grandma is on FaceTime talking with her family. They haven't seen each other in 18 months. Suddenly she realizes they're in the driveway. A family reunion they'll remember forever. Oh, nothing like being together. And that's Inside Edition. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. Okay. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free on Wondery Plus. Once upon a beat. Remember those stories and fables that would capture your imagination and you couldn't wait to see how they would unfold? And now, when you read them as an adult, you think some of these old tales could use a fresh spin. We have a perfect podcast to bring you the stories you remember, remix, and reimagine for the kids in your life today. Join me, DJ Fuse, and my trusty turntable, Baby Scratch, as we spin up new tales in the New Kids and Family Podcast, Once Upon a Beat. Yeah. Wondry and Tinkercast are bringing you a jam-packed, music-filled weekly party where hip-hop and fables meet. It's Once Upon a Beat. Follow Once Upon a Beat on the Wondry app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Once Upon a Beat early and ad-free right now by joining Wondry Plus in the Wondry app or Wondry Kids Plus in Apple Podcasts. Once Upon a Beat.